you lying whore. Well, that was exciting. You got to deal with whores, you know. Jim, this is the Jarcast episode 92. Two. <laughs> what? 92 goes into... What? What does 92 go into? It's like a maths, it's quick maths. 10? Okay, what's our first topic? <laughs> um, James isn't here, again. Or is he? Maybe in spirit. No, I mean. But he's definitely not here in his physical form. <laughs> no, I see what you did there. No, I didn't. I didn't do anything. <laughs> if um, if you miss James, type in the comments below, Bazinga, Bo Bazinga, I miss you, but James. No, say if you miss James, type in the comments that you miss Ruben. <laughs> Ruben should be back soon, by the way. He told me to say that he's hyped. And we're all very hyped and we're all very excited. There's finally going to be a J and A and an R. Finally. At least. Because currently the A's have been sort of dominating. The A's and the J's. Yeah, the A's and J's have been... We've got one R, unfortunately. Actually, this episode, it's been dominated by A's. Oh yeah, you've got an A in your name. Well, I was thinking Argy, but... I have a really amazing topic to talk about. <sighs> okay, go on. It's the name of the, t- it's the topic. It's the name of the show. Do you know what that is? Jarcast. Don't be a comedian, Jim. Well, do be a comedian, because this is a very funny, comedic show. I'm here But all- don't be a... a sarcastic son. What? Come on, give me a I question. No, what? it's not a question. It's the, t- it's the topic. I'm just getting it up now. Um, because of course this episode is called Keemstar Loves Minions. <laughs> oh. Did it, I didn't tell you what it was, no. did I? So, um, I, t- I tweeted, I don't know if you saw it, a picture of, um, the Mario movie. Directed by the Minion dudes. Yeah, Minion yep. Studio reportedly <laughs> making Mario Bros movie. Yeah. So I tweeted, well you can forget about that movie being good then. To which Keemstar himself, the man, the myth, the legend, who released a music video recently you loved. That music video was fucking ace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, boy. Um, to which he replied, Um, the Minion movies are good? Question mark. To which I replied, I hope you're joking, Keemstar. Uh-huh. To which he replied again, I'm not, full stop. They are good. So good, they have made three or four by now. To which I replied, They've made five Transformers movies, five Terminator movies, five Pirates of the Caribbean movies, five Alien movies, four billion Underworld and Resident Evil movies, and they were all great too. (laughs) Then he replied, You just listed a bunch of movies that were mega hits. I'm confused. To which I finally said, Being a financial success doesn't equate to a well-made piece of media, necessarily on its own keem all it means is that it made a lot of investors very rich nothing more 
That went really serious. The tone did, yeah. I didn't mean it that seriously. What do you think about that, Jim? You said it seriously. I think it's kind of funny. I mean, it is funny. Keemstar has kids, right? He has a kid, yeah. Okay, he's got a kid, which... He got child. He got child. He needs to protect child. He needs to protect what child own. He needs to protect what child like. Um, you imagine Keem <laughs> sitting down on a Friday night. Come on, daughter. What What do you want to watch? But the thing is, Keem isn't like the sharpest intellect. <laughs> Jim. What? It's not that. It's just he's an American. You know, they they love money. A lot of things equate money to worth. <laughs> worth doesn't mean good, though. <laughs> no, but you don't understand. It does. In Keemstar's mind. Yeah, and like I just said, he's not the sharpest intellect. He's not the, um... He, he, listen, he voted for Donald Trump. And he loves minions. We love you, Keem. I like Keem. His music video is fucking top dollar. What is it Dad always says? Bumper. Mm. That music video is bumper. <laughs> That's a fucking bumper-ass music It pisses video. me off that, like, so many people dislike it. I know. Just actually watch the video... It's funny. And laugh, because it is funny. It's like the only one of these stupid goddamn YouTubers who are doing music. Like this bad music as distract well, because it is essentially a distract. He's just having fun, just having a goof and a gaff. He's having a mighty you know? goof. He's just pissing around, making fun of Leafy in the process, just, just funny. I've on in the woods. <laughs> yeah, it's just silly. And actually embraces the silliness, which I appreciate. Thank you, Keem. Thank you, Keem. Top of the uh, tip of the top uh, of the morning to you, Keem. Top of the morning. Top to of the minion to you, Keem. So, as was the sayings, uh, Keemstar sitting down to watch. Let's role play. I'll be Keemstar. You be his daughter. Ready? <clears throat> hey, honey. Sorry, let me, I gotta find my Keem voice. Hey, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, father. <laughs> Uh, what movie do you want to watch? Minion's Father. <laughs> oh, that would have been a good name as well, Minion's Father. <laughs> um, which one? Minion 1, 2, 3, or uh, Despicable Me 1, 2, or 3? Minion 2, Father. <laughs> that would have been good as well, Minion 2, Father. <laughs> um, well, I hear they're great movies because they made a lot of money. They're great movies. Do you care father. about that, daughter? No. <laughs> Summarises it all, really, to be honest. Yeah, we we defeated Keemstar with that one. We I'd like to see him make a We exposed him, basically. Um, he's been exposed. The Jarcast exposed Killer Keemstar. With a, DJ Killer with a roleplay diss track. With a roleplay diss track. We're breaking new ground here at... What are we new called grounds. again? New Grounds. What's up, guys? New Grounds here. You, you have a topic we need to talk about. This, this topic is... Topic Hall, mm. as you could say, because it's been in the news and stuff recently. It's like, I mean, everyone knows about it. It's quite a big deal. What the? Yeah. Okay. Explain. So, we've all heard of Space Jam. Of course, we're all born in the nineties. We're all nineties kids. We've all heard of Monsters vs. Aliens. All of us. And Wallace and Gromit. We've we've definitely all heard of Wallace and Gromit, but Alex, let me ask you a question. What's one thing these movies were missing? A way of sort of tracking the fairness of the battles. 
you know, like a way to measure accurately who is winning in a mathematical sense. If exactly. there is a battle going on, if there is a conflict going on, we need a visual way to see. You know what I mean? And how how what's the best way you can visually display somebody's health? <laughs> <laughs> um, some kind of bar, a kind of bar that depletes a health bar as a health bar. Exactly. Now, those three movies I just mentioned. <laughs> What they will have now, thanks to um, the brilliance of YouTube, the, the imagination of YouTube community. The YouTube community. Now these movies have health bars. So, for example, when when Wallace is running around putting tracks down... You mean zoom, Gromit. Gromit is running around putting tracks down so he can zoom around. Mm, Wallace infinite is, tracks. Wallace is bouncing around and zooming around and the penguin's blasting at yeah. Gromit. <laughs> Now we can now we can see who's truly got the upper hand in this battle. Well, the one I found really interesting was uh, in Monsters vs. <laughs> in Monsters vs. Aliens. There's a bridge scene where they're having a big battle with a robot, a robot alien. Yep. Um, and I always wondered in that scene how certain actions made sense. Yeah. Because the damage wasn't known previously. Well, exactly. The thing is, especially with a team, like, <laughs> un uneven teams, you've got the... How many monsters are in Monsters vs. Aliens? Five, five, six. Five versus one alien. Or an alien <laughs> machine. <laughs> an alien robot. Alien robot, yeah. And, um... <laughs> so, how are we supposed to keep track of all these people and how they're doing physically? <laughs> How much damage are they taking? How realistically, much are they taking. But the thing you have to take into consideration is the, is the accumulative <laughs> health bars, the the health pool. <laughs> so you can exactly. so you can properly know who's winning the battle, and how they end up winning the battle. Because even if every <laughs> single person on the team has taken damage, their health pool might still be larger. I found it really interesting in the Space Jam one how <laughs> in that one because there are so many characters in that scene the health bars just filled the whole screen yeah. and you couldn't see what the actual <laughs> what also was like <laughs> five of the characters which probably definitely got damaged didn't have any damage <laughs> that, that was too much effort to, yeah. to change the PNG of their health <laughs> so yeah. f fully explain what we're talking about well, we were just going through YouTube, watching some Sonic fanfics, Mario fanfics. Sonic <laughs> we watched this animation, fanfics. this Sonic animation. If, if an animation has Mario in it, it has Sonic in it. If, <laughs> if an animation has Sonic in it, it has Mario. <laughs> it's, it's fucking bizarre. They're married. Yeah. <laughs> Until in the one that we watched where Sonic died, I guess death did them part. But <laughs> but Mario was at Sonic's funeral, though. Yeah. And then like, it was 50 different Sonic characters all screaming <laughs> yeah. and crying with tears running down their face. Um, but yeah, somehow we just stumbled across... Which health one was bars. it? Which one was it first? The first one was the Monsters vs. Aliens. Monsters vs. Aliens bridge scene with health bars, something like that. It wasn't just bridge scene, it was the whole like city scene. Because she's skating around using cars as roller skates. Yeah, yeah. And she takes a bit of damage here and there and you get to yeah. see it visually. And then she gets to the bridge... I'm, uh, I mean, someone has gone into some effort to do that. <laughs> like, not a lot, but some. 
And he's, like, come up with this concept that's, like, so unnecessary. And it doesn't add anything to the scene <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> nope. It's if anything, it takes away from the scene of the movie. Yeah, because you're just looking at this stupid health bar, like... We, you're looking at the scene of the movie, but there's just things in the corner, <laughs> slightly distracting you. Well, in the first one we watched, when she first took damage, I said, ha, look, she took damage, and you didn't... <laughs> I didn't even notice, because I was just watching Monsters vs. Aliens on YouTube. What a bizarre concept, the internet keeps finding new ways to astound to me. To innovate. And it wasn't just one video, it wasn't just two. We're talking he's done Avengers Civil War he's fight. Just... He's done... What else was there? Just all sorts. Wallace and Gromit, Curse the Were-Rabbit. He did two Wallace and Gromit ones. With health bars. No, three Wallace Lots and Gromit Lots of Star ones. Wars ones, I noticed. Oh, yeah. Which is actually quite a good one, because... You know, in that in one of the Plinkett Star Wars reviews, he, he does the same joke. Does he? He puts... Video yeah, game health yeah. bar because it is like a video game. Uh huh. The thing is, the health bar thing for movies makes no sense because, f for example, the first one we watched, normally the villain is in it has the advantage the entire fight until the protagonist does one that, thing. Yeah, because that's how you have to write a scene. Well, it's not like that's a video the only game. way you can have tension, really. Mm hmm. Yeah, they have to lose and then win. You yeah. can't just go in that's win. The, that's how, yeah, that's how you root for them. But, so, so the health bars are completely pointless because they've all taken damage on the left, but nobody has on the right. But then suddenly, all of their health just goes away because of the one thing that the protagonist did. Like, just doesn't make sense. So that's the kind of thing you should probably be checking out. Yeah, we'll have a link to all those types of channels in the uh, comments below because our fans love helping out. They do love helping out. The other fans. And uh, if you've got this far, make sure you say... You comment on our health. Yeah. Somebody upload this whole podcast, but with health bars. Why don't we do it? Why don't we have health? Well, because then what's the what's the point of, like... The, there's always meant to be an original, then one with health bars. Unless you want to upload two of the same podcast, but one with health bars. <laughs> That would be quite funny to upload the same video in a couple of days. Same, <laughs> but like just the same day at the same time. <laughs> really confusing, though. <laughs> so let's head to head over to little Ditty Town. Let's sprint over like Mario running to Sonic's grave to to Reddit for some hilarious questions. Okay. Argy wasn't injured in the intro, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he he was absolutely fine, and if anything... He was ready for a battle. He was he was ready to just have some playful fighting scenarios. Cheezazingit says, When will Jar merchandise be available to purchase? Because I would for seriously buy a shirt with Dick the Head on it, or a shirt that said, Does somebody say Cholos? P.S. I can't wait until Ruben is... But yeah, all right. We're here. Yeah, I know. We're actually Where's here. Where's our love? But yeah, everyone's like, ooh. The squeaky wheel always gets the oil, Alex. And we ain't squeaking. Or more in this case, the six foot three mixed race wheel. Why'd you bring identity politics into this? <laughs> <laughs> um, let me just double check. There's not more of this question. I miss hearing a Christian's point of view on certain subjects. Well, that is That's an old meme. Jesus. 
Must be an OG Jarling. More like an OJ. Simpson. Murderer. How did you miss that? <laughs> this is covering like my peripheral vision. Well, this is covering my vision. Oh, have it. Um, what was the question again? I don't know. Something about right, cholos. <laughs> oh, jar merch. Um, yeah, Alex, when are you doing jar merch? You lazy fucking cunt. <laughs> uh, um, if you donate enough money to my personal. Lloyd's bank account. <laughs> Jim will do it. <laughs> I'll get it all sorted. <laughs> Jim will draw on, on like plain t-shirts and crayon. Um, we do have a funny idea for t-shirts, but it's like linked with this video, and it's all we haven't even started that video. It's just like a concept at the moment, <laughs> and that would just be such a brilliant way to f- launch the first. It was the most jar media way to launch merchandise. I like. don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> De- dear roleplay idea, James or whoever is going to play James if he pussies out. How did he know? It's supposed to be <laughs> the future king of England, but his throne has been stolen by his imposter clone who is played by another member of the cast. They confront each other in a battle to the death, but which James wins? If you're wondering, I saw a 90s, 1970s adaptation of The Prince and the Pauper, where the main actor looks like James, but with curly hair and no glasses. So, like, barely like James at all, then. <sighs> so, I'll be the real king, and you be the imposter. Okay. Clone. You, uh, I'll be in my throne. You walk into the throne hall. Uh, WTF, what are you doing in my throne? Brother! (laughs) What? You're not my brother, you're me. I'm you. I'm the real you, though. Can I have my throne back? Like, really? Uh. Don't say no. Uh. Don't. Actually, don't say no. I'll be really angry. I'll get my guards. We have to do a trade. What do I have to give you? Um... I, I was I'm not going to say something I can't say. <laughs> I'm not going to give you my Blu-ray of SpongeBob. <laughs> That's not James. He would have said Blu-ray of Senna. Of, of, uh, Senna. Senna. I was going to say the Top anime game. where they drift or whatever. <laughs> you have. You must defeat me in a drift race. <laughs> and it's you like wacky without races. me. I, I'm wacky races, and I'm. I've got in like uh, a throne. Hot Hopplington or whatever he's called. You know the. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, you win. You get the throne. Thanks, guy. I get I'll to keep get my you copy next time when I no, but obtain look, hold out your hand. Now I will always know who the clone is. That's clever. That's a clever like ending. Alex writes movies. Everyone, he's a ghost writer for Christopher Nolan. <laughs> 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 Sun Time says Can you invite famous Jar fans like Jar Media ship host or Serge Roars, the guy who made the Jar anime opening, to the podcast like you did with Colossal or Hot Soup per Skype? Um no, they don't have as many followers as any of us, so mm. fuck them basically. I'm with the, I'm with you on that one. Um Yeah but- for real though this time. Like, actually, for real. Yeah, I'd be willing. 
Yeah. As long as they were willing, we can't, you know, hold them no. hostage. If if we're willing, we can't fucking Harvey Weinstein them into being on the cast. Why not? We're we're in a position of authority. <laughs> so that's a maybe, may, leaning to no. Uh, maybe leaning to probably never. Mm. Not due to us not wanting to, but we're uh, busy people. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oli. These names, are, I'm. I think I need glasses. I can't read them. Give it here. Nope. How do you feel about elitist attitude in video games? Do you think it is annoying to be looked down upon due to your status slash level in the game? Yes, it's fucking bitch. <gasps> it's fucking bitch. I hate it. I'm. I play Rainbow Six, mm. and I've reached like a level where people, um, like, they're like, "Okay, this guy will be fine. He might be shit. He might be okay." But if I, I James bought it recently, and yeah. I was playing it with him every single game I started with him, because he was level one or zero, or whatever. They quit. People, no, people tried to boot him. Oh, really? Every time he got at least one vote to be kicked. But then, like, he'd do all right, and then... It's sad, isn't it? It's just a video game. It's just game. like... You just plug in the remote, you press a few buttons. But it's we're just not, fucking we're not, because, you know. like, you were there once, too. How do you not yeah. see this? Like, don't you want people to continue playing your game? You're forcing them to leave. It's the barrier to entry. It's, it's people like that that fucking ruin video game communities. The small minority. Like, you can be proud... And you can sure you can. Maybe... Surely your proud your proudness comes from just being able to annihilate everyone because you're so good well, at the yeah. game. You don't need to kick away. I I always like like I remember when playing Halo, it'd be like, oh, there's a new low level against I'm a, who I'm against. Brilliant. I'm gonna win then. I'm gonna just kill them. <laughs> I'm gonna be able to beat I mean, them easily. You'd be annoyed if they're on your team, right? Well, if I was that good, I'd be like, yeah. Know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ryan Ross Cancer says. What are some foreign films you like? Excluding English-speaking countries. Isn't that what a foreign film is? No, excluding ones that do speak English. Okay. You like Old Boy? What's it called? Old yeah, Man? I like Young... Oh, is it Old Boy? You fucked me this time, Alex. You fucked me. You fucked me. Yeah, I like old boy. Young That's... man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one I can think of. What about uh, Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah, I like Pan's Labyrinth, but that was directed by like... Kialma del Toro. It what? is foreign though. It's in Spanish, the whole film. Yeah. Raw is a good one. French. I haven't seen Raw, so fuck off. There's another one I'm trying to think of, but I can't remember the name of it. It's really weird, um, but it's about like this family... Um, where they live in this isolated house in the middle of nowhere and they're like really controlling of their kids and they treat their kids like dogs right. um, which was quite interesting quite you, good you liked um, The Hunter or whatever it's called with Mads Mikkel was that in whatever language it was I think it was foreign yeah The I, Hunt I've, I've never seen it I haven't you yeah The Hunt is, is really good I really like that one um any other major ones? The Handmaidens, whatever. Find the full name. Um, 
I was looking at... I, that was one that came out really recently, like last year. I think it might just be called The Handmaiden. I think I've heard. Yeah, The Handmaiden, yeah. Um, but I, that I was really seen cool. that many foreign movies, to be honest. Oh, you love anime. That's foreign. I No, no I don't. I've watched one anime and I thought it was alright. <laughs> Runaway Synth says, Did you guys watch Stranger Things Season 2? If so, what did you think of it? Yes. Yeah, we've both seen it. Yes. I think I enjoyed it more than you did. Possibly. You don't it's, really it, give a shit about Stranger Things, I get the impression. I... You still watch them all, like, really close together, and you, yeah, you yeah, watch yeah. it to but the I end. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I watched Big Mouth really close together. <laughs> That's I, different, I, though. Every episode of Stranger Things is close to an hour. Big Mouth's, like, 25 true, minutes an episode. Um, I <sighs> Season 2 was worse. I'm mm-hmm. just already fucking tired of this 80s. Oh, oh the 80s! Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh! It's There's some things I like about it. Um, I think all, all the kids stuff is really good. Yeah. The kids um, stuff, the cop stuff, uh, yeah, like on Owner Rider's stuff. Um, all that stuff I enjoy. What didn't you like then? Because um, one of my biggest problems is the... They, they want this 80s aesthetic, but they, but they insist on using CG yeah, all the time shit. for creatures. Which, like, imagine how bad it's going to look in 10 years. I was imagining, what if they doubled down on, like, um, like, John Carpenter, the thing kind of level of practical effects and stuff, and just went nuts with it. I don't really understand the age that it's trying to... Appeal to. Appeal to. Because it's like, the, the alien monster CG stuff is quite violent. It's very violent. And, like, scary. Mm -hmm. But then there's a lot of baby aspects as well. It's baby, but not baby. It's... A lot of the kids say, like, poo-poo and stuff, which mm. I guess isn't appropriate for little kids. Yeah. I enjoyed but, it thoroughly. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. There was one shit episode that everyone knows is shit. Mm. And it was really shit. Like, the more I think about it, because in the moment, it's kind of like... Well, be, because there are other things that are being juggled, you want to get back to them. You want you, just you understand the point of that to, episode, like, but... Stuff. But, like, the, the execution of those characters, they're so one-dimensional and fucking lame. <laughs> Look how cool these guys are. No, they were just all, lame. They wear all black and they slick their hair up. And one of them's the Joker. And the, there's the, the certain one that had the English accent, like the main one. Did she have an English accent? I think so. And she was just a really unlikable character. Yeah. Um. She tries to... Spoiler alert. She tries to tell, like... A ten-year-old girl to murder a grown man. Mm-hmm. Just and I was murder like, him. Oh my god, are they actually going to do this? Is she actually going to do it? And luckily, because she's Superman, she didn't. Yeah, well, she's, she's a goodie. Superman. Superman. She's a goodie himself. Uh, yeah, I think it's enjoyable. Yeah, I enjoyed it from getting season two. Is worse than season one though. It didn't have like, I was sort of plodding along the first season up until like the last episode, I think, where the. Dex Dogtective saves mm. the kid and he's like having flashbacks to his kid and it's like the emotional payoff that, that hit hard. but then like the second season has a good scene in the cabin with him and lots of good scenes with him and um, Eleven and 
that whole yeah. dynamic's really good. Yeah. I just like all the all the characters. They're all really likable. The characters are really good, but they just need to figure out a way to put them into a situation that is also as interesting as the characters. Exactly. Instead of just repeating. Um, I, I yeah. While I didn't like the normal little dibbies that are running around, I quite liked the weird smoke monster. I thought the thing. smoke monster was all right. That was fine. It's like an alien from Aliens made of smoke. Yeah, I liked what it, it could do to like the characters. Um, yeah. Is there anything else for you to say about it? Uh, I wish they would stop just shoving in 80s songs all the time yeah. and rely more on their soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really good when you hear it, but it's so few and far between. It's hardly even used. A bit like Justice League. Mm. What's the song yesterday? Should we talk about Justice League? You reckon? Eh. Just briefly? Yeah, briefly. Batman didn't have a cool fight scene one out of ten. It's weird, because it's better than BVS, but at the same time, I remember nothing about it, but I remember things about BVS. I think the action from BVS was better. Way better, yeah. But the... Discluding the bit with, you know, the Shrek that they fight. Yeah. But... Everything, um... Everything that isn't fighting in BVS fucking sucks. (laughs) But then it's like the opposite in Justice League. Because a lot of the, like, characters, when they're just talking to each other, it works. Well, I mean, it sort of works. I was imagining, what if Justice League was the first DC movie since The Dark Knight Rises, for example? Uh Uh-huh. Well, this exact exact movie. There hadn't been Man of Steel, there hadn't been BVS, and everything was implied, their entire history. Mm -hmm. Would it have been better or worse? Does the baggage of BVS and Man of Steel still weigh down on it. I think it'll be better. I think it'll be better as well. Like, all the... Because Superman is actually Superman in this movie. Yeah. And, I mean, apart from when he first appears, <laughs> but... Oh, spoiler alert, Superman's be... in it. Fucking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 blue lines just then. <laughs> that would be alright... Like, that scene you're talking about would be alright if Superman had actually been Superman. You know, the... Yeah, they, they obviously know. tried to make him Superman... Before the movie started, by um, by having those kids recording him, mm-hmm. which was kind of weird because they're recording him and he's just kind of an asshole. <laughs> he should have knelt down and been like, "Kids, you gotta believe in America. Be a good person. Don't do drugs. Yeah, or something like that." But instead, he just goes, "Look how cool I am. Want to see me shirtless? <laughs> I worked really hard for this one. Look at my upper lip." <laughs> his weird upper lip I hated every effect with special effects in which is the majority of the movie every so I hated most of the movie in. yeah you said every effect with special effects in no I didn't <laughs> you every- fucking absolutely <laughs> did if he, if he said that write in the comments below uh, IHE you've been exposed this time <laughs> Keemstar and IHE exposed in one video unbelievable um, um, where were we it's just the not effects, very good. The effects are bad. The effects are I not just bad, they are dreadful. They the are. Cyborg looks cyborg. so bad. It's really weird because right at the end, Cyborg's like armor changes. He's like with his dad going, dibby dibby dibby, yeah. dibby dibby dibby, like And it morphing. goes from this like hexagon sort of mm-hmm. jagged to the smooth one. And the smooth like, one looks so much better. So yeah, yeah, why didn't they use like, that for the whole movie? 
It has to be look like it, the box with the box that came down. He has to look like the box. He doesn't know how to control his suits. And he's just Iron Man, basically. He's just the Iron Man. Yeah. In terms of his powers. His, and he's his the, character is completely different, though. Yeah, his, in, in terms of motivation, he was my favorite one. Yeah. I, I, I'm such a sucker for anything to do with, like, artificial intelligence and, um, like, battling with that whole concept thing, you know, like in Blade Runner where it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, that kind of, those, those kind of themes and ideas, but just every time you have to look at him, it makes you want to throw up. Luckily, yeah. <laughs> luckily most of it, he's in a hoodie um, where he looks a bit better. But man, just as bad when he's like fish. flying around and well, just... when everyone's flying around, it just <laughs> looks crap. That's but one I, thing I, I don't like, like about it. I thought I because Zack Snyder directed half of this, I was expecting it to have like this style, and I was expecting particularly the Flash to have some cool epic scenes. Yeah, cool epic scene. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have one, and his like his when he sprints. And it's like it looks awful. It looks really bad. There's this one shot where he's running towards the camera, <laughs> but it looks like you know the <laughs> '60s Batman. There's like a green screen behind him, and he's just running on spot. Yeah, yeah. It looks just I remember like that. that. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Because the Flash, like it, it, it would be really hard to show him in. Slow Whenever it goes slow mo and he's doing something, that's quite cool. Yeah, like when he pushes Wonder Woman's sword into her hand. That's mm-hmm. okay. Um, but like none of it is as cool as Quicksilver from the X Men no. movies. None of it, not even remotely is, similar. I kind of like the angle they took with the Flash, with him not being like he's not a fighter. Yeah. So his job is to just keep people safe, basically. Well, that's the thing is like Joss Whedon. No matter what you say about him, he understands like how to tell a story. He understands. He also like, understands what heroes represent. Yeah, he understands what the character motivations and what they're yeah. supposed to mean and how they're supposed to interact with each other and like their principles and all that. Do you think if Zack Snyder had directed all of this, it would have been more like everyone? Just that that fights that, that like family that's by the thing wouldn't have been in it. Um, yeah, it just would have been even more of a mess. I think he doesn't give a shit about like he what even means. Does he write his own movies? Not sure off the top of my head. Because... I think it's probably a mix. He probably does do... Make some decisions. I don't understand why people don't just tell him, like... He has writers and shit. Mm-hmm. And then just... They say, direct this scene. With this writing and stuff. Don't... Yeah. He shouldn't have power over editing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Because he... he it is bizarre. But then, like... I was saying to you right after we came out, but... I remember BVS, despite how terrible it is, it has a look to it. Yeah. Quite a distinctive look that you can look at that and say, yeah, that's definitely BVS. But this film, I don't know whether it's set design or rush production or... I don't know what what, what it is. Post-production, weirdness, colour grading. Could be like anything like that. But it just doesn't pop in the same way. It doesn't have, like... A standout like level of production in any way that say what you want about like the experimental weird like art film way he shot Man of Steel and then the moody way he shot Batman vs Superman and now this yeah. one's just shot like a like a Marvel movie it's quite clinical mm-hmm. and in, production in line the, like fighting stuff you could see the Zack Snyderisms. 
with like the slowing down the slow-mo sure. yeah well because like without that without those slow-mo shots you'd have no mm-hmm. clue what's going on none because because the choreography for the fights are so appalling like the first big fight scene with all the justice league is so bad like i nearly like put my head on my hands and looked away because i just couldn't tell what was going on until the flash slowed everything down yeah it's just so terrible, and the villain is yeah. The villain can fuck awful, off. just straight out of a Marvel movie. He's, he might as well be the the elf from Thor two that no one remembers. <laughs> you know, yeah. Stupid motivation, stupid voice, stupid look. Just look like a gummy bear. That's that's what I'm the one with the gummy yeah. bear thing. <laughs> he did look like a gummy bear though, didn't he? Yeah. It's it's too little, too late, and it's also trying to be dra- jack of all trades, but ma- mastering none of them in, in like the way you get a little bit of Superman, you get a little bit of Batman, a little bit of Wonder Woman, a little bit of the Flash, a little bit of Cyborg, but none well, of them are memorable. You wouldn't have that complaint if um they'd if have they'd... done what Marvel did and had a movie for each of them. Well, yeah. not even each of them, but, but I, most of them. I didn't even like Wonder Woman. I I don't want a Cyborg movie. I, no, you I, know, I don't want. He's, he's, I'd be happy with a Justice had, League like, movie that's just Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. I think that's enough to work with, you know. And then, like with each movie, you add like a new one. Add the Martian Man- Manhunter in there. Add Green Lantern and, and do it that way instead of shoving in all these characters, most of which are just like plot devices, like the Flash and um, Cyborg. And we didn't even talk about Aquaman because he's so forgettable. He's completely pointless. Yeah, he is. Which was surprising. People were raving about how, like, oh, Aquaman's really great. He's the best thing about it. If he's the best thing about it, then it's not, you know, very good praise, is it? Because he's he's incredibly forgettable. He is. I mean, it, like the he's actor, the most expendable one. The act. I reckon the actor did a. He, he was, was fine with the he material, was just having but having fun, like. Yeah, he was clearly having fun, but he had nothing to work with. No. Like, what was his character? He's tough. He's he's yeah. Wonder Woman, but, but without. Fish man. Without the movie to like back him up, and here and every time he was on screen, it had the Thor problem, where whenever Thor swings that hammer, I just giggle because it's so stupid. Uh-huh. Like when whenever he jumps in the water and goes, yeah. it's like so dumb. It's really dumb. <sighs> he was pointless. He he shouldn't have even been in the in the movie. He's one that they should have added later on because especially like he he. There's no point him and... Because they all have their own, like, job. Mm-hmm. Apart from him and Wonder Woman. They they do the same thing. Wonder Woman's the leader, isn't she? She's supposed to be, like, the commander-in-chief. Yeah, I guess. Battle tactician kind of one. But they both just fight. And mm-hmm. Batman's the one that sort of comes up with all the plans and shit anyway. Because he doesn't do anything when there are actual fights. Yeah. Apart from, like, drive a car sometimes. <laughs> Which was just an awful scene. <laughs> well, yeah, because the CG looks at <laughs> I, I, I don't even think it is, like, part of the CG problem. It's just... Even with the best CG in the world, it would still be dumb. You said um, it's just, like, one of those DC animated movies. Yeah. But yeah. with actors in it. The, which was sort of, like, a half... Half compliment, half insult. In that it, it got all the characters right. Or, well, I mean, Aquaman sort of. isn't right, but... It, it it did. S- Superman in this movie was like actually somewhat likable. Mm-hmm. Like when he picked up the building and. Well, it made me think, oh, yeah. 
I've forgotten that, like, I'm supposed to, like, root for su- Superman. Yeah. And not feel, like, really depressed whenever I look at him. <laughs> he was so dour in the other yeah. ones. Um, um, Batman, like, in all the Bruce Wayne scenes where he's not wearing the bat costume, mm. I thought he was, like, actually good. And the way he, so. like, pissed off Wonder Woman and stuff, it just seemed very Batman-ish to me, like, mm-hmm. out of the one of the animated movies. It was so short, though. Two hours long. The pacing was so quick. Mm-hmm. Like, the Flash, just running around. It's just running around from A to B to blah, blah, blah. Like, Joss Whedon's just, like... He was pulled in and was like, fix this movie, please. Quick. Just fix this movie. And he was like, okay, I'll do you what I can, day. but... And he does his best, and you can see where it is. And some of the humor is just like, it's fine, but it's the, it's knowing what came before it that really yeah. conflicts for me. Or it's just, <laughs> you were trying to kill him in the last movie. Now you're making jokes. And just, yeah, something weird like, about the, that. The weird thing, the weirdest joke in it to me was, Superman picks up Batman and says, "Do you bleed?" Yeah, and then he like drops him. And Batman says, something's definitely bleeding. <laughs> and ev- everyone in the audience was like... <laughs> I just thought, like... That's not something Batman would say. No. The, the He'd rather have, like, been standing next to him, but, like, something's definitely bleeding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would have been much more effective. But that's that's a Joss Whedonism, where everyone is the funny guy. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a Joss Whedon problem. And, but that, that was, like, the only time I thought Batman was not being proper Batman. But it's just like the the movie needed the action to be good because it's a yeah. lot of the movie and it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> and the story was fucking balls. <laughs> it was. Just, I need um, the, the, the three MacGuffins to make one big MacGuffin. Yeah, and that's it. Why can't they just be more creative with it? Because they got to stand out. They're they're like so far behind Marvel. Mm-hmm. You can't just copy what Marvel did in 2012 and, yeah. and just... I don't know why they don't just make, like, good Batman movie, mm-hmm. good Superman, instead of thinking they need to rush to the point where Marvel's at. Like, I'm sure... <laughs> I'm sure if you release just a good Wonder Woman, it can make money. And it did. Exactly. I didn't like it, it wasn't but it made like loads of money. Good movie, but I mean... It critically did well. Yeah. It's really highly rated, for some reason, but it is. And all they had to do was just... They didn't have to immediately catch up to Marvel, but if you make good movies, you get money, for the most part. Unless you make Blade Runner, a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. But and, uh, there are certain ones that fall through the cracks. It's not as appealing as Superman. Well, yeah, exactly. Batman. It, it, if you they just, have some of the most recognisable characters. Yeah. Batman, Wonder Woman. You, all, and all they'd have to do is play it super safe for the first ones. Yeah. And then get a really talented filmmaker, a really talented writer, writer put them together. <laughs> Make three really good films. If one of them sucks, whatever. Yeah. You know, if the I don't know the Green Lantern film sucks, just forget about it. Don't have them in the Justice League movie. <laughs> you know, there are ways around what they've done. It's just, I just it's don't just understand why they needed to rush to the Avengers because, like, the Avengers can't make the Avengers money if it hasn't been built up to mm-hmm. that point. The only reason people cared about the Avengers was because of the ridiculous build-up. Yeah. That had never been done before, but now we've seen that. We've seen the Avengers. We've seen it like three times mm-hmm. already, so we don't need another one. So no wonder people aren't responding. Yeah, it is too little, too late. It is just—it's just the Avengers, but 
if you prefer Batman and Superman, and the action's worse. I personally do as well, but the filmmaking is so much worse. Yeah. Because there's there's I I I I thought Batman v Superman was kind of poo poo, but at least it looked like its own movie, which you can't say for pretty much any. As bad as it was, it was Zack Snyder's terrible vision. Yeah. You know, the same way Man of Steel was more than like a a product. Yeah. But then you come down to like uh, BVS is a, a turd in terms of like it's too long. It's, it's too, too long. That, no, structurally, it is so screwed. Yeah, like it makes no sense. Yeah. Like they don't even use any like establishing shots. You just have no clue where you are half the time. It's just really strange, like technical things like that, and like pacing things and writing. It's just all over the place. Why can't he just reside? Zack Snyder. Poor little Zacky. Yeah, you poor Zacky. Anyway, we've talked about this way longer than we said we were gonna. Yeah, we did. Couldn't help it. It's been <laughs> sat there for a bit. Wouldn't recommend it. Don't watch it. I'm Don't not I'm it. not passionate about it either way. Like if you wanna watch I'd forgotten about it. If you wanna watch a, a Justice League movie that's of the quality of a lot of the animated ones, go for it. Like this will be yeah. on that level and lo- loads of the animated films are forgettable garbage in the same way yeah Th- t- thy blastoy says what lesson th- did you hate the most in school uh I hated French that was my one I hated, hated French hated it yeah because they always every week made you do a test they um, didn't make me do a let's test. do a test and if you didn't get 70%, you got a detention. So I just cheated That was your week. teacher, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That's fucked up. Yeah, I just cheated every week then. My so. teacher didn't really care. But um, I'd probably say one of the humanities. Like which one? Humanities, like RE in year 10 and 11 was shit. I had a good teacher in year 9 and year 8 and 9, I think. Or maybe 9 and 10. Year 11 just sucked, though. Raymondo321 says, We've started a trend. How long did that trend go on for? Well, you have, I guess. Started a couple, I guess? The Mars bar one, I guess. That just shows up in, like, Uh, really random comment sections. Yeah. Or, um, Derplan. Derplan is, like, the obvious one. Because that one was actually everywhere. <laughs> I don't know if there are any more. The totes retar went around. Yeah. For a while. I don't know if you can call those trends, though. Yeah, it's I don't know what trend. they mean. It's just saying pussy and diarrhea. Does that count? <sighs> no. No, well, I reckon I re- interpreting the the question. Interpretating. I didn't say that. <laughs> I saw this question earlier and I was like, wait, what? What is this even asking? Toast Please Joe says, We've seen musicals be inspired by Queen, We Will Rock You, become very successful. Are there any other artists who could work in this situation? I, I don't really understand what the, what the question is. <laughs> It's kind of weirdly asked, but I mean, like Pink Floyd, The Wall. That could easily be like a, a musical. 
The oh, I see. Is. That's what they're asking. It's the fact they said. Is it the situation bit? That yeah. Yeah. That's... But are there any other artists who could work in the situation? Okay. Yeah, the wall would be a good one. Um, Basically, half of Roger Waters. Yeah. Discography. I reckon you could make a cool one with like Plastic Beach Gorillas. Yeah. Something like that. Um. Fart by Fahart. What about, um... <laughs> what about... <laughs> what about the Pimper Butterfly? <laughs> the Pimper Butterfly. <laughs> the Black and the Berry. <laughs> the Black and the Berry. The Sweet and Yeah. Yeah, because, like, We Will Rock You, like, isn't as really a story. But I guess but they As long as it's a, um, a concept album... Yeah. It can basically work. Mm -hmm. I mean, the quality of the musical depends on the quality of the album. Yeah. I think we gave some good answers. <laughs> yeah, boy. Look at Argyle. What are some... Oh, I, don't, I don't really have any answers for this. So it's pointless asking. Ask it. What are some video games you've played that you would... Considered underrated or practically unknown? For me, it would be 999. What's I've from CM Saturn? I've never heard of it, so... Um, good answer, I suppose. Dunno. None. That's why I said to skip this one. <laughs> I just wanted to know what the question was. How did you guys get started with the podcast? Was the first Jarcast on this channel your first one ever? Yes. Yeah. You'd wanted to... For ages. Just technically can do it. you were watching Spin. Spill. Spin. Yeah. I was just obsessed with podcasts. Yeah. Like, I'd have the homepage open and would refresh, like, every 20 minutes to see when a new one would be there. Just completely obsessed. Like, I haven't been as obsessed with that, like, as anything as I was with that at the time. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. It's it's mostly thanks to them. People think it's, like, Red Letter Media and stuff, but I think it's thanks to Spill. It's definitely thanks to Spill. It's 100% <laughs> thanks to them. And it was the coolest, like, moment in my life when, like, Carlisle from Spill like tweeted me like out of the blue and I was like the only reason like I exist is because of you and he was like whoa mama <laughs> James House says when will Alex confirm whether he is Alex A or Alex B check my Jarcast 91 theory for context what's your opinion Jim Alex A or Alex B what does that mean What? Yamatime27 says, Are you ever going to put the cast on a podcast service? Maybe. Anti Banana Ray says, Why didn't Alex study film studies instead of shitty ICT? He seems to have a genuine interest in the topic, and as far as I'm currently. and as I am uh, currently studying it now, I would guess that he would enjoy the course. I, I didn't like study ICT at university. Yeah, you've, you've never been to university. Um, like, you can't. At least here you can't, like, do a GCSE or A-level in that. I suppose you could do You can do media, media but I don't really I mean, want to do that's that. That's, like... It's quite rudimentary, from what I understand. What's, I, I'm pretty sure it's all, like, um, news stuff. You know, like, making magazine covers or whatever. From what I saw of my mm. peers. I guess it's different from school to school yeah. and all that, but... Yeah. Never wanted to formally do it. That much. 
If you care about something enough, you're just gonna learn about it anyway. Well, yeah, the thing is, like, the, there's different kinds of passions, you know? There's people that say, I want to be a, a musician, mm -hmm. and they go to, like, music school, and then there's people that just play music and become musicians. Yeah. Like, no matter what, whether they succeed or whether they fail, they just play the instrument. Yeah. And, like, we've been making gay little movie things since so long since god knows um and you were obviously the one editing the whole time that's normally how passions work i think yeah like it's, it's always an easy response it's the thing with those kind of mediums is that they're really practical like mm -hmm. music and film yeah like the, you can learn a lot from just doing it well that that is that is the main learning tool. Well, yeah. The, 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 I've seen things like, speaking of Joss Whedon, I was reading a piece about him on some website that were like just filmmaking tips from Joss Whedon. Uh-huh. And one of his was, he was struggling to get any directing jobs at the time because he had no experience, no nothing. So he wrote a show for himself as a way to, to get into the industry. He wrote like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which got picked up. And he used that as his, like, testing ground to figure out how to be a director and figure out how right. to write and all this. And it was just from just doing it. You yeah. Jar Jar Media says, Does Alex still think the Hobbit trilogy is as epic as Brian's death scene? I remember he said he enjoyed it in an old, old OG Jar video, but... Want to know if his opinion has changed at all? I'm personally not a big fan, but love the book and Lord of the Rings. I'm going to go out there and say I think I think they're overly hated, the Hobbit movies. I think they're overly hated as well. People could put them on the same level as the prequels, and yeah, it's like um, definitely aren't. Nope. The only problem -uh. with those movies really is the way they look. The way they look, the way and they, they're and just too how, long. How spread thin they are, but if you could take those three movies and put them into one. It would be perfect. Yeah. Because... But I, I do have a problem with the, the way all of the movies look. Mm -hmm. Like, indoors is fine, but when they're out running around killing orcs, and it's... They, they have this weird thing where the background looks like... It looks like two, two different films playing over each other. Where the background is something else it's, mm -hmm. it's just like I know what you mean. it's just it's hard to explain the effects work is, is, no, is nothing like the Lord of the Rings which no, is a because shame because they, they were forced to like actually film in real places really and Peter Jackson um, now he says he prefers to use like CG yeah because um, it's there's less constrictive and I understand that but sometimes the better art comes from the restrictions yeah definitely from things and well, that just shows to, just Star Wars is a perfect example of that mm -hmm. like his George Lucas's actual vision for Star Wars is garbage so, it's so much worse than what, what Star <laughs> yeah. Wars actually is uh, but like if you're being completely fair as much as I like Lord of the Rings if you're just looking at them as films they're fine yeah they're pretty inoffensive um I can understand if certain elements annoy you, like them adding in that female character um, that wasn't in the book or 
you know, all that kind of stuff. Which female character? But, you know, um, from Lost, you know, that girl. The elf. The elf, yeah. Well, th- neither of them were in... Yeah, Legolas wasn't either. Yeah. Um, I think as films, they're serviceable. They're... Yeah. They're quite bloated. Absolutely. But they're fine. And some of the scenes from them are, like, perfect. The Gollum scene, perfect. Mm-hmm. The Smaug scene, perfect. In the second one. Mm-hmm. They're full of really good moments, really good acting. Um, There is a certain sort of magic to what Peter Jackson can do. And I just appreciate... I appreciate the soundtrack as well. Mm -hmm. It was nice to get a bit more of that. Yeah, because, like, I don't know if that's a Peter Jackson thing, but every single, like, movie from those series... Yeah. The soundtrack is just spot on. Yeah. Fucking amazing. It just improves the movie so much when the director knows how to use music. Yeah. It does make a big difference. People saw, people were noticing it with Dunkirk. Um, that's the last big one people it's have been praising. Weird the music. One to it is a weird that. one to notice it because there are so many good examples. Um, it's because it's Chris Fennell and he's sort of known for it, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't... I, thing is I'd never listened to like the Dunkirk soundtrack but there are songs from Lord of the Rings I would happily listen to yeah because they're just like epic pieces of music well, that are wonderfully like constructed just taking like the the Hobbiton theme mm-hmm. it, it just sort of brings when you listen to it it's like you're there yeah it encapsulates just that realm so perfectly yeah it might be like the best Soundtrack work like of all time. Yeah. For a film. Um it's just so perfect. <laughs> we have loads of questions this week, which is good. <sighs> We're nearly at the next camera break. Do you wanna wrap it up or keep going? Because we have loads more questions. Could we carry them into the next episode? The thread just vanishes. Does it? Yeah, I can never find them again. Alright, let's let's keep going for a little bit. If you guys could make an album of twelve an tracks album. I'm just reading it the way they wrote yeah, no, it. I'm correcting them. If you guys could make an album of twelve tracks that define your life, what will the songs and album be called? That's from Owl's Bunker. That's an extremely difficult question. Basically, what are your favourite songs? Does it mean your own album? Like, you have to write and make music and name these songs and name the album. I I interpreted it as your 12 favourite songs that you just put on an album. It's like your soundtrack. Well, it's just, he said, what would you name the album? So I'm thinking it's like our own thing. Either way you interpret it, it's an extremely difficult question. <laughs> because I couldn't... It's one it. you'd need some prep for, yeah, actually. I couldn't name my 12 minutes. Ask it again at a different <laughs> point. Songs. Didabadabadova says, What has been your favourite year for movies in this decade? thing is, I, don't, I haven't been going to the cinema very much. Maximum of, like, four times um, every year prior to this one where I've gone so many times this year, 
in comparison. Yeah. I've gone like more this year than the last. I think I have as well. It's probably the most times I've ever been actually uh-huh. this year. Um, this this year is pretty. This good. year has been amazing. Has been really good. Like it's so many of the films that I've seen have been like that was brilliant. That was great. Yeah. Whereas I remember a, a few years back just being like, yeah. Uh huh. Like I remember going to see like Elysium and being like, mm-hmm. I remember that was a lot of effort to go and see that mediocre film. The the furthest back I can think where I was, I, I've got two memories of movies I walked out of just being pumped because they were so good, not Which including are? this year. Um, my first one is Spider Man Two when I was like seven. All uh, I remember about that is us being late. That's all we I remember. Were late, yeah, that's all but I remember. I, I remember coming out of the cinema. Out of chippers <laughs> and turning up to mum and being like, "That's the best movie ever made." Really? Yeah, I, I remember saying that. <laughs> and, Still, uh, one of the has some of the best superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. That movie that hasn't been topped awesome. yet. Um, and then there's Mad Max, Fury Road. Fury Road. When we walked out of Fury Road, really? I was just like, "Was that the last one new?" See, for me, my, like, one was, was Blade Runner, the latest one. Yeah. Why, well, I wasn't counting this year, because, like... I don't know. I, I was more pumped walking out of Mad Max, because, like, that movie's just... It's adrenaline. Yeah. That's, like, when I came out of, um... Like, Blade Runner, it was like, that's why I like movies so yeah. much. That is the reason. When I came out of Blade Runner, I, I felt smarter. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh shit! Speaking of, back to Justice League. Did you notice in the background of the scene? Yeah, they did. Rick and Rick Morty. Morty was fine, and there was also a reference to the Big Bang Theory in that scene. Really? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. I remember just, apart from the fact I needed to piss so bad throughout the entirety of Blade Runner. <laughs> I was gripped by every single like, yeah. shot in that movie. It was gorgeous. Problem is, it's just this overselling thing. Got to be careful about. Because yeah. for me, part of it is... I, I mentioned earlier, I'm a sucker for, for these themes. Uh-huh. Science fiction with this, like... Replicant idea. Like I love the whole replicant stuff. Yeah, I mean that that gripped me in the first movie, and the first movie isn't even like that amazing. It's not. <laughs> it's it's controversial thing to say because you know it has it's a untouchable. Lot of problems. Yeah, it's got a lot of enemies. It has got a lot of enemies. Um, but yeah, when when you can grip me with a, a sex scene without just using an erection. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's it's the best sex scene I can think of. It is the best sex scene ever done in a movie because <laughs> ordinarily it's just porn. Yeah, like it serves no other purpose. But in in this, it's like it it, it explains yeah. how that whole dynamic works. Yeah, and it's creepy and weird. And yeah, it's and creepy. It's like, it's perfect. But it looks amazing as well. Uh, yeah, I've never seen a more visually striking movie. Yeah. Maybe I was quite pumped when I came out of Arrival, which is another... 
film. I saw it, so... That was one of those films where I was like, I, I don't know if I fully am with this until there's a moment at the end that's like, you clever bastards. That's the same director, isn't it? Yeah. Equally brilliant science fiction. Yeah, I think this year's been particularly good, actually. W- w- Wolf Wolfarine was... Logan was a good start. That's a movie where, like, right at the end it was like... Yeah. I was amazed that a superhero movie actually got a reaction out of me. Yeah. Like, I was like, God, I've actually... We've actually had X-Men for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when X-Men 1 came out. We saw it at the cinema, didn't we? Did we? I'm pretty sure we did. We definitely saw the third one. <laughs> I remember yeah, seeing that did. one. Um, but it was like, God, this has actually been quite a significant part of like our lives, this character oh, yeah. who's He's... been with us. So that was when, quite a when cool... Was the first one? Sp- it must have been like 2000, 2001. 2001. Yeah, so he's been, he's been playing that character for a long oh, time. We, we must not have seen that at the cinema. No, but it's too young. We I'm saw the third just, one. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the third which one. Which sucked. But, um, <laughs> I, I, remember, I do remember watching the first one for the first time, though. Yeah, so do I. It's sort of slowly coming back to me now yeah. that I'm forcing out the third one's memories. Yeah, that was a good start to you, and then there were things like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are good ones. I've seen loads. And there was Justice League. Yeah, brilliant. The Emoji Movie. Yep, I saw that one at the cinema. Uh, That's the worst one I've seen this year. Um, actually, no, Transformers is probably worse, but... You think Transformers is worse than the Emoji Movie? Yeah. Wow. I think so. Because the the contempt that Michael Bay seeps yeah. is just Palpable. unmatched. It is unmatched by anyone else. Mm-hmm. Boby Bo 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 Weglow says, when... Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you were babies, <laughs> what did you want to be when you were older? <laughs> um, adult? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be a baby for life. Not many people say that, but like, I did just want to be an adult. Really? But like, I didn't really give a fuck. What? Doing what? You'd... But you you want to have that... You want to be... Independence. Independent. You want to be growed up. You want to be... I wanted to be a paleontologist. Yes, you did. Um, but then as people kept saying, like, it's cool and all, but there are absolutely no prospects. Yeah. Because, like, there are, like, three hired paleontologists in, like, the whole world <laughs> currently. <laughs> Not that practical. You should have followed your dreams. Well, the thing is, it, it stopped becoming my dream after a while. That's That's the thing with dreams. You well, it depends what the dream is. When you're young, your dream's constantly changing. Well, yeah. But then, when you're older, your dreams are constantly changing. Yeah, same. So... Too true. And also, now that they're kind of coming down on the fact that dinosaurs acted a lot like birds, it just creeps me out too much, like, imagining... Why, Why are they creepier as birds than giant things we don't understand? No, because they, they thought they were more linked to lizards. Right. And I find lizards less creepy in the terms of the way they move over birds. Can you imagine how creepy? A I don't know dinosaur... if I agree with you there. Because like, if you know, a, a just the motion dragon. of how a bird moves. I, I can't the way their their heads are like yeah, that would be so creepy with like a a six foot tall 
you know, a velociraptor. Beast. Yeah. They're not, they weren't even that big. No, I think you mean like, the Deinonychus. But I mean, even a Velociraptor would be fucking yeah, terrifying. Yeah, this will fuck you up, probably. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or something. Just covered in claws and, <laughs> and bird-like features that were just... They'd be, they'd be terrifying. Yeah. So I don't know how I would feel about that. Also, is Alex enjoying South Park the Fractured Butthole? No, the Fractured Butthole. Yeah. I found out the story of why he called it that. Oh, really? Because he wanted to have the word um, butthole or asshole in the title. Yeah. But, like, the rating boards were like, you can't have that. So he just sat at his desk thinking of (laughs) (laughs) just ways to phrase butthole (laughs) in a way where he could get it through. (laughs) That's the only reason. It's really good. Really fun. I'm such a big South Park fan. Like I showed you that episode the yeah. other day. Really good. I forgot how short the episodes were. Yeah, only 20, 22 minutes or something. I think I think South Park's actually underrated because it has that rap as being... Well, people the, think the edgy. it's just like Family Guy outrage. Comedy, yeah, yeah. But they always, the, they always have a point. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that like Family Guy and all that don't understand. Yeah. Or when they're so, like, on the nose with their... Yeah, if they do have a point, they're just, like... Like, sometimes South Park ones are so subtle, I completely miss it until I see someone point it out, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, yeah, it is. Like, it was funny enough and entertaining enough on its own. Yeah. But then you you learn that, and it's, like, there's, like, a whole another level to it. And it's... On top of that, it's riddled with fart... Time fart or <laughs> Time fart jokes. R slash tech support. What are your guys' favourite bands right now? The Mario Orchestra. That is a good answer because the Mario Odyssey soundtrack is amazing. <laughs> but um, what's an actual answer? And, uh, and include just solo artists as well, not just have, yeah. to, have to be bands. Per, I've per been, se. I've been kind of getting back into Morrissey. I've noticed you've been listening to him a lot. His new album came out. Have you listened to it? I listened to the first song. That's all right. Yeah. But he released another song after Spent the Day in Bed, Mm. and it was crap. Was it? Yeah. Haven't listened. It's just... There's nothing about it. We're supposed to be talking about ones we actually... But I... Favourite bands right now. I'm at a problem with Morrissey because I fucking hate the guy. I think he's a complete twat. I think most, like, artists have been twatty. He's a twat in a different way, though. Like, apparently he supported UKIP. He's been anti-Semitic. He's generally quite hateful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he's got the whole veganism thing, forcing that down your throat nonstop. So that's kind of a (laughs) put-off. Whereas Roger Waters, like, he's clearly got an ego. Mm -hmm. But everything... All his points I can get behind. Yeah. Everything he stands for. So Roger Waters is one? Roger Waters, obviously. Roger. Pink Floyd in general. That's not going to change. Um, I like Tame Impala a lot. I'm obsessed with him or them. The thing is, my phone is so shit that um, <coughs> I think the... <coughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I think the Bluetooth is broken on it, and I've got Bluetooth headphones, <laughs> so I just don't listen to music anymore. Really? Only when I'm at home <laughs> I listen to music. So I've been listening to music way less now, so I can't really lame. answer that question too well. I'm really bad at, like, remembering. Yeah. The thing is, I just put on an album, listen to it, and then continue with my life. I don't dwell on the on the who did that album. It's just whatever I was feeling at the time. I've got, like, my list up of, um... Oh, yeah. I can ju- I'll just quickly go through some. I'm listening to Talking Heads a lot. Parcels are good. They're, like... They've had some songs produced by Daft Punk. Um... Disaster Peace, Poolside, Stone Roses, uh, New Order, Pink Floyd, Cut Copy, Thundercat. <laughs> That's probably enough. I've got Kevin Spacey in here still. Oh, LCD Sound System, Run the Jewels, The War on Drugs. That'll do. The man, that man guy fella. Man, man, boy, boy, man. Next question. And <laughs> Some of the names on here. I'm not going to ask his question. But it's just called James is a racist. <laughs> That's a fucking really old quote. Really old, yeah. Jesus. Martin Gazazan. What is the fastest you have ever completed a game? Or have you ever attempted a speedrun a game? Uh, We've attempted speedruns. Me. On the Master Chief Collection. Oh, we have. Yeah. Because there are achievements for doing it in a certain amount of time. Right. Um, I don't know if... We did it for half of them. Did we? Yeah. I remember doing certain, like, speedrun tactics just to get through Halo 2 on, on Legendary. Like, <laughs> <laughs> game is memes. so fucked. Um, the fastest game I've ever one. I've ever finished, though, was Portal 1. I did it in, like, 50 minutes. 50 or 15? 50. Which, I mean... It's nothing compared to like the three seconds mm. people have finished it in, but I mean, I was only young at the time. Um, I speed ran like Ori a few times, see how quickly I could do it. Mm-hmm. Got some pretty good times on that one. Fastest you have ever completed a game. It's not normally my my mo. No, and it depends thing. on the game as well because like, like why would anyone want to fast pass? Wolfenstein 2, for example. Yeah. Or Skyrim. Yeah, it's like, what do you even achieve? You just get to do the terrible last boss, and that's it. Super Prog Frog. What I want to say first is thank you for answering my question on the last four funnies. The question about bullies. I know that it had some impact on some of the Jarlings that watched it, and I'm grateful for what you guys had to say. Anyway, here's my question... For this le- epic and derpy log- Yogs Pog. Do you think when YouTubers try to do other types of media, especially music and books, that they are able to be successful? I ask this because I recently finished George Miller's Francis of the Filth book and I thought it was pretty bad. But when I look at his music, it is slowly but surely becoming successful because it's generally good. I think the track record for YouTubers breaking out into other forms of media isn't. <laughs> really the greatest at the moment no normally it sucks um well cause cause so much of it is just a cash grab we I feel like 
it's the kind of thing where they're just like, I'd, I'd, I'd like to be a rapper someday. Let's take. Well, say, well, example. now I have the audience. Well, yeah, now I can now do I can it. Sort of do whatever I want. Definitely not fail. Yeah. I'll just do this and I won't really care no about it. No risk and loads of reward. Why would you not do it? Weird, but they probably have wanted to for a while, but they're not that passionate about it. It's mm. just been like a sort of dream. Well, now the YouTuber thing is to become a singer. Well, yeah. That's it, my example. Should, and it's like, like if it's not even singers, though, because you don't actually have to have singing talent to be like a, no, a music artist. No, you just scream into a mic. Yeah. You just do diss tracks and... Um... No, one one person that I've been extremely surprised by their musical ability is a small YouTuber named named Nakey Jakey. And, yeah, I think I have one or two of his songs on Spotify. One of his... He's he's done five, five, five songs, I think, now? Yeah. Maybe less, maybe more. And I think one of them, I think, like, is just okay. But then all the rest are like they're all s- singles quality, fucking greatness. So check that boy out, that hot boy. I can't really comment on like Filthy Frank because I've never really been a Filthy Frank kind of guy. I've I don't care about Pink Album and I don't care about um like I George I don't Oops. find it funny. His lyrics and stuff. No. That's just me. And well, it doesn't fit my sense of humor either. No. And I, his serious stuff, I don't. Think I, I went either. on it and it was like, I guess fine. Yeah. I never listened to anything like that. It's it just sounds like a lot of pop hip hop. Yeah. Kind of shit. Yeah. You know. I think it's fine, but it's resonating with people. It's n- it's nothing like it's it is in another league compared to like, you know, Keemstar diss track. Absolutely. But. But I mean, but <laughs> No, Keemstar's song is fucking good. That's on the same league as um, Joji. <laughs> For sure, no doubt. Um, but Nakey Jakey is above both of them. His music has its own sound, and, mm. like, he does do, like, rapping stuff, but he also, like, sings as well. And his beats aren't just fucking Drake. Yeah. SSDD shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just, God... Why write a book if you don't have an idea for a book? No, I know. Why make a movie if you don't have an idea for a movie? It's like the the reason all these YouTuber movies sucks is because they propose the idea of we have the ability to make a movie. We have this amount of money because of who you are. We can make a film. Do you want to make a film? And I'm not surprised that they say yes. Everyone wants to be in a movie. Yeah. Um... But that's not the best place to come from. No, if the, th- you... the thing with all these creative medias is that you need to have an inspiration. Mm-hmm. T- take the best albums, the best movies, the best books. They they come from this place in a person that's like they they care so much about the subject or yeah whatever it originated from that it builds itself into this. Yeah, like look at Quentin Tarantino. Um, yeah. Uh, George Lucas even he was obsessed with like samurai movies and stuff like that and yeah. he turned it into his own thing mm-hmm. popularised that and then take like Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd mm-hmm. yeah and... you can't do it the other way around no. it just doesn't work I reckon that's why a bunch of albums have like the single is really good and then the rest are just like eh because the single is their idea. 
the thing they really wanted to write a song about. Yeah. It's not as financially um, mm-hmm. beneficial to just release one song. Yeah. So they try and write other things around the same concept, yeah. but it doesn't. It or just doesn't resonate. Separate things that they don't really care as much about. Yeah. That makes sense. Then it's like you, you, you. Just because you're good at making YouTube videos doesn't mean you're good at the other things. No. It doesn't mean you're good at writing songs. It doesn't mean you're good at writing movies. You know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you can do whatever. Ascend. People think that, like, YouTube is, like, a place. And then it's like, right, now, I've done YouTube now. Let's do the ne- the next level. Uh-huh. You you level up to music, man. Then you level up to yeah. movie, man. And it's like, no. You, you do what you want to do with it. Yeah. You don't have to... You know, like jump to a- another medium just because. Well, we've done that one now. Yeah. Like, how how many how many other people do that? Like, look at we was speaking about Morrissey. He tried writing those books, which is <laughs> awful. Yeah. Like a lot of the time, people who are good at their thing are good at their thing, and when they try and jump around and do different things, there are exceptions to that. But a lot of the time. You know, you're just not built for everything. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to be good at everything. I'll do this big fat one. From James House. Again, all these names are about James. This is a bit of a long, self-indulgent one, boys, so buckle up. I'm very, I am very, very much enjoyed the last POSDACT, especially the part where you discussed past experiences with bullying. I myself am currently and currently experiencing a situation where a group of fuckboys in the year below me are being irritating, degenerate, subhuman cretins on my way home from school. I have no real way to avoid or stop them, so I resorted to waiting for them to get bored of it. However, if they push it too far, I will not resist from fucking them up. I've always found the way Jar talks about issues like this more relatable and helpful. It helps me remember that in a couple of years' time, I won't have to worry about this anymore, and I'll probably be looking back and making jokes. The down-to-earth way Jar talks about this stuff will always ring more true to me than pandering, exploitative garbage, like 13 Reasons Why of 21 Pilots. Over the past year, Jar has really made me feel more at home in my own skin. Like James, I suffer from a speech impediment, a stammer in my case rather than a lisp. And like Ruben and Alex, I still collect Lego sets. <laughs> like, why have you put that in the set? <laughs> the Jarcast is far more helpful to its viewers than a lot of people give it credit for. My question to you is this. Do you think secondary school relationships are completely pointless and not worth engaging in? Are they really as pitiful and pathetic as a lot of people paint them to be? Does it, what does he mean relationships as in, like... Well, clearly high school relationships are kind of important because... That's essentially where, obviously, other than us, we get the rest of Jar. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. They're, they're definitely important to some extent, and but the th- the thing is, they're going to be more important while you're there. Mm-hmm. Once you leave there, then it's like... Well, then you learn who the real... Yeah. The real uh, OGs are. Mm-hmm. That's such a big question. I've yeah. got to look back into it to see what else I had to answer. 
Do people paint them as pitiful and pathetic? What relationships and does he mean? Well, that's the thing. Like relationships men. could mean friends as well as like. Ow. <laughs> like romantic things. Yeah. Um. It's romantic things aren't pointless either. No. They're, I mean, it depends who you are. Yeah, it's completely down to you because like everyone is developing and changing and going through the same thing but at completely different rates yeah. so everyone is at a different point Just so just, if you happen to line up with someone else and you can do whatever then it's fine but just don't ex- just don't be naive enough to think that like well I've got this one girl mm-hmm. I'm gonna be with her forever yeah yeah exactly like part of it is once school ends a lot of people go to university they mm-hmm. go all around the country yeah. or whatever and you can't sort of restrict your your life and prospects for the sake of a relationship necessarily. There was another thing in there as well. Oh yeah, it was about the speech impediment. I find that um, I actually get a bit of a, a stutter. Yeah, same. Um, I mean, not when I'm on mic for some reason though. It's weird. Like if no, I don't if I've got to speak um, to people I don't know is normally what it is. Mm-hmm. Like even places like the supermarket, if I've got to say something, <laughs> and I just get it wrong, I'll say something and and I'll, I'll stutter. Yeah. And then once you get it wrong once, it chain reactions. You're mm-hmm. like fuck, I fucked up, <laughs> and then your brain is just back in that sentence, <laughs> and your mouth is trying to talk as fast as they are. Yeah. Like, no, I, I sort of get that as well, but I think I often can talk faster than I think. Well, not faster, but like I've I've got all these ideas going through my head at one point and mm. get a f- Freudian slip every now and again. Oh yeah, my yeah, my big problem is if I I like have an idea. For what I'm gonna say, and I meticulously like plan that just in my head way what I'm gonna say, like down to the word, down to every inflection and yeah, everything like, to, like that. The pacing of the sentence. Yeah, exactly. So then you go up and you say it, and then you just forget all of it. Yeah, you just say something, something <laughs> and that's what makes different. it. Yeah, that's what makes it happen. That almost happened the other day when we went to Subway. I said to you, "I'm gonna get a vegetarian one," mm-hmm. and I almost just said, "Uh." Can I have a beef supreme or whatever? Because <laughs> <laughs> I just read one. That's because Subway is a horrible experience. Subway is a horrible experience. Just don't fucking talk to me. It's too stressful. Just assume there what I want. There should just be a button. You go over to it and go, I want. <laughs> and then they just give it supreme to you. Supreme fast food will be when you can just press a button and then somebody gives it to you. <laughs> Preferably less dibbies. Were there any more questions within that question? <laughs> I think that's most of it. Anyway, we've gone for so long. Oh, shit. Um, and it is midnight for us, so... Yeah, it is. Right. Sounds like it's time to end the Dibby cast Every once now and, and again all. we do a long one. Um, I don't think James and Ruben like doing the long ones very much. After a certain I amount of time they get I hungry. James likes doing the long ones. Because Ruben would live here, I don't think it really matters that much. Just a, uh, yeah. Him. 
All right, so thanks for watching episode 92. 92. Dibby dibby bo dibby dibby. Tune in in eight episodes for an absolute definite amazing episode 100 that we're going to do something amazing for. Cheers, guys. Cheers.